Welcome to Natural 11 Podcast. We have a bit of an interlude episode today. Jeff couldn't make it, and Sean no-showed, which was fantastic. So we are instead, tonight, going to take a brief moment, and we are going to actually play something a little bit different tonight um, for this episode, and it is going to be an episode of Call of Cthulhu. It's going to be called Scritch Scratch. I'm sitting here with Mike and Melissa. Hello. Uh, Mike and Melissa, you guys have different characters in front of you. Um, What are the name of your characters? My character's name is Paul Martin. Um, Mine's Amanda Peterson, but she likes to be called Manda. Manda. Not my personal preference. Very well. Um, So I'm going to just go right out and say this, that um, Sean no-showed. We were going to be playing Curse of the Crimson Throne tonight. However... Um, because of the circumstances, we are going to be just kind of playing this as is, and I have very yeah, and I have very short notice to practice this. So if this is complete dog shit, give me a break. <laughs> and as usual, I know nothing, so I'm sure there will be yeah. questions along the way. Yeah, and Melissa, Melissa has never played Call of Cthulhu. She's gotten a three-minute rundown on how the system is done, and uh, and then we're going to go from there. But this is all role-playing, so mm-hmm. you get to play your character. Mandy. Manda. 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 I'm not going to be your doormat like your wife. <laughs> so this module starts out with... Um, this module starts out, and what it is is it is a cleaning company that has been hired by the town of Appleford, by the town council of the town of Appleford, to go and clean up um, a old cottage um, on the north end of a small town near near um, near Appleford called Muscovy. And Ooh, it Musk. is Muscovy. And it is a... It, so basically what they are doing is hiring this cleaning company to go in and there was a old man that lived there named Old Gertine. And Old Gertine was hit by a bike and is in the hospital recovering. And while they're recovering, they're taking the opportunity to hire your cleaning company, Paul, and have you go into the house and tidy the place up so that in the future, old Gertine, when he comes and comes back, he's going to have a new place. It's going to be set up well, and it's going to be good to go. This town is so nice. Isn't it nice? Melissa. Amazing. Manda, you have been sent... Well, you haven't been sent, but you are doing sort of like a dirty jobs type show. And you are following Paul. Is it Paul? Yeah. I'm never going to remember this because, again, once more, I've had three minutes of notice. So you have been hired by, well, you haven't been hired, but you are following Paul Martin and his company to um, go to Old Gertine's Cottage and film it, see what there is. You never know, right? It's one of those old, um, old timey type things. Um, so cool. 
apologize <laughs> about that. I took a little bit of a break there just because my iPad is dinging every time I get a text message and it's driving me nuts. That might still happen, but who knows. All right. So, cleaners, you have a van. And in your van, you are driving to the village of Muscovy. The road leading to Muscovy is fairly new, but the route through the steep hills as it winds its way uh, to the village is an ancient one. Over the, uh, Once through the pass and over the crest of the hill, the village can be seen laid out in the valley below, although it's hard to make out too many details through the steadily falling drizzle. I will pass you this. This is the handout for the village of Muscovy. This is what it looks like. Very small town. It's a very small town. But they have a pub. But they have a pub. Old Gertine's Cottage, right? That's where you're going to go. Yep. Off on its own. There's a small squat Mm -hmm. church in the middle of what appears to be a field about a half mile from the main village. There's a single main road snaking up through the cluster of houses that formed the village before, petering out to little more than a lane as it is near the nears the woods on the far side of the valley. Hmm. It's about late summer when you arrive, um, almost the end of the holiday season, and only a few cars sit quietly in the car park as they drive past, as you drive past. Um, I leave it to you to do what you guys want to do. Are you going to go straight to Old Gertine's Cottage? Do you need time to get your camera equipment ready? Um, I want to look good on the show. I don't want this to be a first lap together kind of thing. Yeah, so maybe we just give a little, I'll check out a little overview of the town. Okay. Drive through. Drive through town. I guess I'm driving. Yeah, so you drive. Van, yeah, so. you've got a van. You've got a work van. So um, we'll take do a you slow stop anywhere or you just kind of skip through and drive through the village? Uh, we'll drive down the main road and... Is there any parking around? Car park. Just, lots of park. Yeah, there's a whole car park as but well that's at the in the south of, town. of the village. It's a small, yeah, ancient, ancient little town. You can tell that um, it's like a very small little village. Um, basically, the roads are former goat trails. So, sorry. Hmm. I'm just... So the dirty job is cleaning up the cottage? Yeah. Okay. Following my company and yeah. filming us clean it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we could go straight. Uh, I don't know what. Uh, well, I guess we were kind of driving down the main road and seeing that there's not really much here or anything. Yeah, I just circle around and go park so, in the oh. car park. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Are we able to park anywhere at the cottage, or do we have to walk up? Yeah, you can park at the cottage. You can park just at the outskirts of the cottage. That's not an issue. Get the equipment ready, and I'm going to place a call to the city council, whoever's my contact in town, let me know we're here. All right, give me a luck roll, just to see if you have ser- uh, service. Service. Remember, you got to roll Ooh, low. Zero nine. Zero nine. That's, not, That's good. That oh, is good. Yeah. I was thinking Remember it was reverse nine. Actually, is that yeah. 90? Yeah, <laughs> it, it is 90. 90. No, no service. <laughs> Melissa was right. Yay! And I haven't even used a percentile. Yeah, I was, trying to tell, I was trying to teach her around, and I screwed it up. So you're approaching near the front <laughs> garden. You pull up, and there's a large hedge that surrounds the whole 
uh, front of the car of the cottage. It's perched at the end of a lane from the village that backs up against the woods. From the outside, it's a single-story cottage that doesn't look as though it needs much doing to it. The front garden is a little overgrown, but the white wooden gate is in good repair, and the hedges were obviously trimmed a couple months ago. A short front path leads up to a whitewashed step and a dark green front door. There's a tiny pane of bullseye glass in the door, which is all but impossible to see clearly through. Peering through the netting on the window to the right of the door reveals a neat, if old-fashioned, room, probably a formal par- former par- uh, parlor, judging by the decoration. The window to the left of the door is similarly shielded by net curtains. Peering through them, however, it looks to have been a dining room at some point, although the table is groaning under the weight of stacks of newspapers and magazines. Oh. And... Here's another handout, which is the layout to Old Gertine's Cottage, which is something that would have been provided to you by the city council. I see. So this is the front door here, front garden. Yep, that's where so you that's guys where would we be. Are. Cool. All right. I'm so going to get you guys to do spot hidden checks as you guys go up to the front door. Okay. Okay. Uh, what do you think? Oh. That's a skill, yeah. Oh, no. I actually... Oh, yes. Good. Uh, yeah, mine's good. I, I made it because I needed 55 and I got 49. Okay. I got 30, which actually gives me a... I have 65, 32, 13. So you have a hard success? Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, top is hard? Um, yeah. So um, you still want to roll over that one? I mean, under. under that one yeah. as well. Like, everything you roll under? Yeah. Okay. So I just got normal, so yours is better than mine. There's a distinct collective junk mail, you'll notice, um, beneath the letterbox. Odd for a house that's been left unattended for about a month. Hmm. Sorry, there's... No junk mail. A letterbox, there's no junk mail. No. Like, it's been clear. Well, it would make sense that the town is familiar with the fact the guy's not here. It's a very small town. Could be. Could be. All right, so you have the key, Paul. Wonderful. After you. Why, thank you. I walk up and unlock the door. You unlock the door? Okay. The hallway contains a side table, the obvious place to put the letter if somebody had collected them, but it's also strangely empty beside a crocheted laced oily. That's the yellowing of age. Various faded prints hang on the wall depicting what seem to be local scenes, rustic buildings, tasteful landscapes, and the like. But it's hard to tell if the, you know... You know, it's very hard to tell it being that you aren't locals yourselves. Hmm. And you said there was a lot of newspapers on the table? In one of the rooms, yeah. You think that it might be the dining room, possibly. Do I see any other signs that this place is uh, messy or... Right away? No, it actually seems as though it's in very well-kept condition. Hmm. This, so uh, this is what you call a dirty job. Maybe this episode of Dirty Jobs won't be so dirty. Do you think that my viewers are going to enjoy watching you dust the table? They could watch me put those newspapers in a box. Well, you actually aren't. Are you going to bend you're with just, your legs? You just stepped in. <laughs> you just stepped in through the door. So. Well, let's take a look at this uh, this room that seems cluttered up. The dining room? Mm-hmm. Um, who would have spotted this out? Me as the director or my cleaner? To say, oh, this is a good both house of you for notices. Uh, oh, this? 
Uh, you would have you would have heard about that. Shit, I can't even blame you. All right. So the dining room. Um, it looks as though there's showing recent activity. A sturdy old-fashioned table in the center of that room is covered with scrapbooks and stacks of newspapers and magazines. There's a pair of scissors, a pot of foul-smelling glue, and a brush stiff with dried adhesive that lie between various piles. Um, can I check what the most current date of one of the newspapers is? Okay, yeah, you can absolutely do that. So you can see it's about a month ago. Wow, I was hoping it'd be like... As you kind of fling through. So... Well, someone's been creative. <laughs> I kind of flip open the scrapbook. Uh, you're going to flip open the scrapbook? Yeah. All right, so you flip through that. Um, you start to flip through a scrapbook, and it shows a huge collection of articles and pictures of rats, mice, and gerbils, including fairy stories, fiction, scientific articles, and adverts for poison and traps. As you flip through, you notice that they go back decades, and some of the oldest are annotated in child's handwriting. The scrapbooks also contain numerous drawings of rodents and designs for traps. Interspersed between the uh, murine materials are pictures of the green man, along with a few associated stories and articles, although there are fewer in nature. Do you know what a green man is? What's that? Either of you know what a green man is? Like a gardener? Um, It's like a... It's like an old... I'm not 100% sure on exactly the specific details of it, but if you pull it up, a green man is like... You'll see them in... It's like a a pagan thing, I think. Hmm. It's like usually a picture of a face surrounded by leaves and vines and all of that sort of thing. Actually, yeah, if you bring it up, it'll it'll show you a picture of what a green man looks like. Do you trust Wikipedia? Yeah. Oh, wow. So that's kind of what a green man looks like. Yeah. And what's the... Is there any meaning behind it? Uh, It's folklore. I highly doubt it. Just slam it shut. Yeah, you could always look that up if you wanted to. Um... You would relate it to natural vegetables. Well, you don't know that as a character, though. My so. character has a phone. She had a Oh, no reception. Well, you didn't. Yeah, do you have reception? I don't know, do I? Give me a luck roll. What is my luck? I don't know where to find stuff in here. There's a wall above. Well, I'm assuming no, probably 82. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's no. not good. <laughs> So above the wall on a fireplace, in a twin of that in the parlor, which you have not been to yet, hangs a painting of the green man. The style is relatively crude but effective. Surrendered in various shades of green, the eyes and smile are just unsettling as anything that you would see in stone. Make a spot hidden check. Not me. I do make it with a 40. With a 40? Yep. Okay. Um, a few photograph albums you see tucked away in the sideboard that stand against the wall opposite the window. That, um, Although, and as you kind of pull them out and you kind of start to flip through them, there's some images that date from before the Second World War. Most of the pictures date into the 19... And then... But most of the pictures date between the 1960s and 70s, going by the fashions. None of them seem to be anywhere other than the valley. They don't seem to be... They don't appear to be photographs from the last 20 years. Hmm. Well, that's a pretty old guy. 
So that seems to be about what you notice as we snoop around. Okay. So your job is, so just to remind you, your job is to clean the house, mm-hmm. right? So right now as you kind of come in, this is a little cluttered and messy, and you probably have to do a little bit of cleaning with the glue, but that's about it. Okay. Like this is still relatively clean. And then to do the woods in the back. The woods? As yeah. in clean up the lawn and... Yeah, and whatever you find in the woods and stuff like that back there. Uh, So, what is next? What is the next room that you wanted to do? So, we walked into this front hallway. Yeah. And... What? Which goes to a T, and there's a hallway that crosses here. So, where was the dining room? Room number four. Okay, so that was directly to our left as we walked in. And then you said we went to the, we checked the study and saw the painting. And the uh, well, glass. number four has has the has the painting. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and then the study had the photograph. You haven't gone to the study yet. The only room that you've gone into is the dining room. Oh, okay. Well, I guess we'll quickly let's try check across the hall. Maybe they've got a mess in there to at least. Sure. Yes. The parlor? Salvage this episode. So to the right of the front door to the parlor, a tiled fireplace is set in the outside wall opposite the room's door. A large mirror in a heavy gilt frame hangs above it. A single photograph in an ugly frame sits on the mantelpiece. It shows a couple in 1950s style clothing standing behind a young boy of around seven or eight years of age. Hmm. I wonder if that was old Gertine when he wasn't old. There's a white leather sofa covered with tiger skin rug, uh, although it is fake, and two matching armchairs providing uh, provide the parlor setting. The other furniture in the room consists of a bookcase against the wall of the opposite window, covered in chin, uh, china ornaments and pieces of crystal, and there's a low glass coffee table in front of the sofa, which rests a huge black leather bed on the Um, I'll go take a peek in the black book. Black book. Okay. You're going to take a quick look at that? Mm-hmm. You examine it real quick, and you can see it's the Gertine Family Bible. A detailed family tree, as you kind of flip through, is drawn across several pages, tracing the family back to the turn of the 19th century. There are several charming pencil sketches of people who must be old Gertine's ancestors. Checking the date uh, of Gertine's birth reveals that he was born in 1945, and his full name is actually Gilbert Oswin Gertine. Hmm. As you kind of go through, you can care as you carefully pace through. um, You see that there are several pressed flowers that have been faded with age and locks of hair. A few pages have been marked with strips of ribbon, including the Book of Samuel. At which point the Philistines craft golden rats as compensation payment to the Israelites for having stolen the Ark of the Covenant. Wow, is that actually in the Bible? Uh, you are asking somebody who is a non-believer. You <laughs> do not. Yeah, I don't know much, I don't about, the know Bible, much so. about that myself. So uh, I'm going to say yes. I assume so. Hmm. For the sake of this, in this world, it is most certainly. Uh, but the room is kept in immaculate shape, other than a slight coating of dust. Get out your feathers. Oh, you are gonna watch me dust. Wow, imagine that. Are you gonna wear the? The French made outfit, though. I don't Maybe think the viewers <laughs> will overlook. <laughs> overlook? 
overlook the fact that they're not actually a mess. Yeah, maybe they will. Who knows? That's up to you. Um, okay, so what is it going to be? If she, if her character wasn't my character's wife's like friend, he would probably be hit on her right now. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Oops, I forgot about the characters. <laughs> yeah, our interesting backstory. What? Uh, so what is it now that you're going to do? Well, why don't we check out the back of the house since that seems to be where a lot of the hardest work might like, the back of the house being the outside, no outside, outside or yeah. inside. Okay, so, so the we'll back walk garden. Through, walking through room seven to get out the back of the house. Then. All right, so you're going to go through the kitchen. Yeah. Okay, we'll look around. Well, the, we might as well have a peek in there well. since yeah. we're there. So you notice that the kitchen is possibly the most outdated room in the whole house. It has a sturdy gas cooker, oven, and hob, complete with a cast iron kettle. It looks as though it should have been condemned years ago. As does his evil-looking boiler hidden in the cupboard to one side of the sink. A view from the sink to the woods beyond is obscured by high hedges, far taller than those at the front of the property. A pot of wooden spills, papers, and a large box of matches sit beside the cooker. There are two doors in the kitchen, one to the back garden, which consists of two moss-filled lawns, and one to a courtyard at the side of the house. A pair of shoes sits in a rusting old tray lined with newspapers. Just inside the door to the courtyard, a doormat is threadbare and still has traces of dried mud clinging to it. There are only two other things of note in the kitchen as you kind of look around. In the pantry, which is mostly full of tins, many of them indeterminate age and content, and an enamel bread bin with the moldering remains of a loaf inside. And the refrigerator, tucked underneath one of the benches, it contains a tiny ice box with a forlorn tray of ice cubes and a sour bottle of milk. Thirsty. <laughs> All right. Well, Not I guess we're carrying on into the garden. Yeah. So you're going to go up to the garden? Mm-hmm. All right. The garden seems to be, as I noted, in fairly decent shape, um, other than probably needing to be raked up, um, some dead leaves and that sort of thing. Oh, and even the hedge seems to have been relatively recently trimmed. All right. How recently? Like a month ago or earlier than that? Uh, within the last few years. Oh. What? <laughs> yeah. I guess it doesn't grow too fast? No. Oh. Not this hedge and this one with the amount of preparation that I had to do this. <laughs> uh, you'll notice a stone footpath that leads out into the woods. Cool. As well as a door that leads out to the outhouse. Well, outhouses. Oh, Not outhouses and the... washrooms, but like the outbuildings. Oh, yeah. There's a... Yeah, yeah, I was wondering about those. So they're just there, a yeah. random little L-shaped of some extra rooms? Yeah, they're just like, a, it's an actual outdoor, it's like an outdoor... They're like sheds. Little like sheds and stuff area, like that, storage yeah. area. They're just all connected like that. So where are you guys going to go? Are you going to go into the woods? Or are you going to go into the... Um, I don't really feel like going in the woods, so... Yeah, why don't we check out those outbuilding See yeah, if there's let's anything. Check that. It could be messy. Okay. Maybe yeah. they're hoarders. Even though you even though exactly. you don't feel like going into the woods, that is part of your job too. Oh really? Yeah. I just don't like being out there in nature that much. Very well. That might be, but you still have been hired to do the job. So okay. What uh <laughs> so what is it that you guys do? I just need to know. You guys are gonna go to the outhouses? The yeah, outhouses? we'll try the outhouses yeah. first and then if there's okay. nothing to do there then we will venture to the forest. 
Yeah. I have my good shoes on and my power suit, so I really don't want to get yeah. that dirty in the forest. Yeah, I didn't exactly want to get my work clothes dirty either. We're going to be filming the show. You're a cleaner. Your job is to get dirty. My job is to look good. It's television. My job is to look good. Your job is to listen to what I tell you. Oh, I thought you were just filming me. So you can enter through the gates at the back gardens. The courtyard is, there's an L-shaped range of buildings that is partitioned into several separate areas. Um, the only remaining feature of the courtyard itself are, is a vegetable patch in the southern corner and an adjacent compost heap, which has a large metal garden fork stuck in the top of it. Um, as you enter, one building nearest to the kitchen door contains the old outdoor toilet. Judging by the slightly damp toilet roll hanging from the piece of string in the back of the door, it's still in full working order. As you approach into the next room, it appears to be a general storeroom with coils of rope and wire hanging neatly from nails in the wall, with logs stacked idly beside a couple stacks of coal. However, what you'll notice is in the corner room is what appears to be a chemical storage area with dark brown bottles, metal tins, and canisters arranged neatly on wooden shelves. Does anybody have science, biology, or chemistry? Um, I do. I have 0.1% of science, so I'm thinking no. a lot of knowledge in chemistry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Perfect. I was in university. Oh, so, that makes sense. Yeah. Then I started this company. So I'll roll that. Ninety-one. Wow, that's pretty bad. That's not good. Do you want to push that roll? How do I do that? You what can roll mean? it again. Yeah. If you can kind of justify to me how you would get a secondary roll. Well, at first he doesn't really think much as uh, until he really inspects the canisters because the labels are old and he has to like it. kind of get even some open some of them. Sort of like, oh boy. Okay. Yeah. All right. Roll again. <laughs> Give it a good. <sighs> Your character dies. <laughs> oh, beautiful. That's really good. So that's a hard success. So good you notice that, snakes. unless my character knows that it's a bad idea to inhale chemicals, you do because oh, you notice care. that <laughs> the room is a mix of poisons and herbicides, many of which have been illegal to own or use for years. The labels are missing from some of the corroding tins, so goodness only knows what horrors lurk within. They did not do a miss. No, no witness here. Um, and as you can imagine, looking at this room, and you have to start to wonder how you even begin to dispose of something like this. Right. That's a good question. Now we're finally getting to some good stuff we can work with on camera. That being mm-hmm. said, it is point. Very dangerous. notable. That it is uh, still very orderly. Mm-hmm. And lastly, next to the chemical store is a potting shed full of plant pots, garden tools, and packets, and seed packets, and bags of compost and sand. The, uh, sorry, I apologize. The largest room in the courtyard range is the workshop. Peering through its windows reveals shelves and benches stacked with tools and what appears to be animal traps of all shapes mm-hmm. and sizes. You enter the shop, and you uncover more devices for killing things, all the way up to rusted man traps hanging from their chains on the rafters. A small forge stands against the back of the wall, behind an anvil and grinding machine. Everything that you assume that old Gertine could possibly need to keep his tools and traps in working order. 
Wow. What's a man trap? A trap for men. I don't know. Again. Like, I, actually, for, like, to protect I your property. I like, the no, rope it's like a, that, like, pulls you up. It's, like, all of these are, like, various bear traps and mouse traps oh, yeah. and rat traps and various different things, like live animal traps and that sort of thing as well. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, this is very dangerous stuff, too. This should be good to film. All these crazy traps. Are you going to play around with the traps or anything like that? I'll yeah, examine yeah. them a little. I won't get too close to them. You won't get too close to them? I get the camera ready just in case they're okay, going to well, like, I'm assuming you're not touching them then? No. Okay, uh, so you're not touching are them. Are you sure? Not close. Yes. <laughs> that makes for good TV. All right. And you've explored all <laughs> of get, the rooms. Get sticks. How about that? You can clean one-handed. Is this, something on, is this on camera? Is this in the show? I don't know. Is it on camera? I know better than that. This ain't my first rodeo. <laughs> All right. So, what are you guys going to do now? Well, this seems like the further we go in, the more we have to work with. So, maybe there would be some good stuff out in the forest. I don't like the look of these traps and then thinking of walking into the forest. So, let's just be careful with that. Yeah, you can lead the way out and we'll film everything. Great. So let's go for a walk then. Sure. All After right. you. All right. <laughs> You're secretly trying to kill me. So <laughs> approximately 10 feet into the, through the gate into the rear hedge lies Muscovy's damp and foreboding woodland. The first thing that strikes anyone passing through the gate is the apparent presence of bunting running between all the branches. Although on closer examination, it isn't bunting at all. But the taking a quick look it's the corpses of dozens upon dozens of rats and mice strung up by their tails from ropes hung between the trees um you take a look around and as you look you notice on the ground there are stacks of dead ratting rotting ratting 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 rats (laughs) stacks that's sick like a whole ton like oh 20 feet by 20 feet of thick, ankle-deep rats, at least. Gross. Now I know the Scoop Scratch name. And you can see that they... You can see, like, the rats that have been hung up by the bunting have started to actually decay and drop off into the ground. I'm going to get everybody to do a quick sanity roll. A what? Roll? Sanity? Oh, sanity. Please don't fail. I failed. 33. You good at... 70. 70. All right, so if you pass, you wouldn't, lose one sanity. Wouldn't that be a zero seven? No, that's a seven. That's the ten. Well, what if this was a four? What would it be? Forty-seven. So oh. why wouldn't that oh. be a zero seven? Yeah, oh, okay. So that guess my roll was a pass initially. Oh, why are you listening to the one that doesn't do percentiles? Then? I guess that's true. Um, <laughs> I, I thought I was so happy that I got it right. <laughs> Oh, it's your fault for believing me, though. It's true. I'm super sane, then. You know right away. So everybody's going to lose Ooh, one sanity for for scenes. Right? You're doing this? Yeah. Okay. So your sanity roll is now a little bit more challenging. Oh, no. What did your sanity start at? 55. Uh-huh. I'm very stable. I'm more stable. What? No, you're not. I started at 60. What? No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm not stable, then. You can't even read it. Right, you're so unsafe. You can move further. You could navigate a route, you think, between the cadavers, although any attempt to do so is going to be disconcerting, given the baleful glare of rotting eyes suspended at head height, 
plus the squish of tiny bones and decomposing mm. bodies. Why on earth foot. would we go in there? Give me one good reason. Well, I, I think it's just you, you realize you are going to be responsible for cleaning this up, right? If nothing else, she's not wrong. If nothing else, your TV show just got a whole lot more interesting. We finally have. And so you'll know right away that clearing that footage. many corpses, clearing that many corpses is going to take a considerable amount of time, effort, and trips from the waste waste disposal site beyond Appleford to right. have all the little bodies properly incinerated. Little baby well, bodies. Hopefully we can rent a trailer to carry all this stuff. You not have to get in my van. That. You... It's not going in my van, so we're going to have to... Well, that... Robert That's your area to deal with because you're the cleaner. So, yeah. if you want to get a trailer, that's on you. My job is to film it. If you're going to get a trailer, you're going to have to go back to Appleford. Yeah, I think I think we need a break from this. Uh, I don't feel so good. The well, smell, I, it's just, I need it. Maybe we get some masks and some biohazard material then. Oh, I have that in the truck by then. Why don't we go and have a have a break in town? Sure. Town being Muscovy or town being Appleford? Uh, How far away is Appleford? Appleford is not much further. It's only like a well, 10-15 minute drive. Why not just Muscovy? Yeah. We'll let's check out the, the pub tea, okay, or the, the tea shop. Which one? Wow, let's go to the pub. Yeah, let's get this party going. Go to the pub. <laughs> we can okay. have some comfits if you want. I to can have go comfits. for a beer actually. See, so, you know, this is kind of need a great moment. You know what I mean? Okay. So you're going to go to the pub? Sure. Okay. Do, do, do. You'll notice that the pub is actually closed. And it's not just closed like you showed up at the wrong time because it's the middle of the day. It's closed in the sense that it's actually shut down. Wow. <clears throat> what about the tea shop down across the way? Tea shop seems like it's open. Well, let's take a step in there and... Have some afternoon tea? Yeah. Yeah, you can absolutely some do that Some fancy sure. sandwiches. So, you'll notice <gasps> as you approach... Wait, um, side note. My character loves the Spice Girls, and the Spice Girls are British, so they would enjoy their tea. So I feel everybody's like British. Like this is in this is in Britain. Oh, really? Yeah, I forgot. I should have probably told you that. Whoops! <laughs> this is in England. Holy oh God! I didn't know that. Well, that's a bad accent. That was a bad accent. Like a really bad accent. <laughs> that's okay. Hey, come boot that. Well, I'm gonna stick with mine. Is I I've, I've traveled far, so I'm not. English. Okay, fair enough. Because I'm not going to try and butcher like my an kid. accent. I'm not doing an accent. <laughs> You've committed now. You won't be from England. So Lucy's tea accent. shop. You'll notice a wooden picnic table that's covered with a red and white gingham tablecloth, held down by hand painted pebbles, stands on a patch of stone flagging in front of the tea shop. The old sign for the post office can clearly be seen on the wall above the still remaining red painted post box. Given the unseasonably cold weather and wet conditions, it's hardly surprising that the table sits empty. You enter the tea shop, ring a brass bell hanging from the door frame. Inside the cafe are several tables, all covered with the same cherry gingham fabric as the picnic table outside. Each is decorated with a jam jar of fresh flowers. 
local artists' watercolor paintings, as well as china plates from all over, um, a dozen different services, um, cover the walls. It looks very much like the archetypical idea of a quaint British tea shop, even down to the rows of large brown teapots on the dresser. Behind the service counter, the smell of fresh baking fills the air. Ah, that's better. A middle-aged woman with dusty blonde hair appears from what must presumably be the kitchen in response to the doorbell. Um, you might see one or two. Yeah, so basically what you see is one or two tourists kind of sitting there having tea, mm-hmm. but that's about it. Mm. Um, they seem to be having bacon sandwiches, tea and cake, um, tea, um, a hearty plowman's lunch. Yeah. That, that being said, good. being that they are British, they steadfastly refuse to acknowledge the new arrivals, <laughs> which is actually written in the book. That's funny, funny enough. <laughs> the woman comes up and introduces herself. Ah, oh, my name is Lucy Albright. Pleased to meet you. Is there something that we can do for you? Good to what meet can you, I get too, you? Lucy. Uh, I can go for a spot of tea, love. A spot of tea, absolutely. <laughs> is there any specific type of tea that you're looking for? Earl Grey. Yeah. Of course. And she's like, just a moment. Just goes back and starts to kind of brew up your tea. Um, brings that out and looks over at you, um, Manda, and says, uh, and how about you? Is there something that I could do for you? I will have an orange picot tea. Oh, absolutely. Most and certainly. Um, a scone. Okay. Certainly. So she goes into the back and starts to kind of prepare that for you. And she comes out and says, am I on TV or something? What's with the, the camera? Are you still recording? Do you just record well, all the time and edit it later? Yeah, because I had a... You never know when something's going to happen, so... Oh, okay. So what brings you here? Well... You don't see too many tourists in this area anymore. We're filming a show. A filming just, a show? Just ignore... Don't look at the camera, but just pretend it's not there. A show about what? Exactly. It's weird. What would you have to film in Muscovy? Well, it's called Dirty Jobs. Have you ever heard of it? Oh! I might oh! <laughs> that... That show that's on the BBC. Yeah. BBC Four. Yeah. BBC Four. For sure. <laughs> God, if there's anybody who's British, it's going to be like <laughs> embarrassingly bad. But yeah, so. Well, they're doing an episode of my company, and we're here to clean up old man Gertine's cottage. Um, make me a psychology roll. Is both of us? Yep. Uh, I'm not going to make it. Me either, for sure. No way. That was low, but not low enough. No. Wait. That's 30. I know, now you have me second guessing how I was rolling. (laughs) Well, you should be second guessing because you were doing it wrong. (laughs) Well, you believe me. So she says old Gertine, and then you can tell that there's like a bit of a tense note in her voice when she talks about old Gertine. She says, what would you want to do up at that place? Heavens. What a uh, strange old man that we're man We're just is. here for, for tea and to take a break at the moment. Uh, oh, um, certainly. We'll be at this table. What do here. you know about him? Um, she kind of seems a little bit uncomfortable right away. Give me a charm or a persuade roll. Ooh. I think I have 
Oh, damn. Again, 10%. Oh, wait. Shit. Oh, um, I was two. looking at my one. I was looking at 10%. I actually have psychology of 65, so I would have made oh, that. Oh, you would have made the first one. And I made you did Persuade, like the, She did the ultimate success on Persuade. She got, like, zero two. And okay. I also made the psychology roll. So she says to you, and she says, Old Gertine, uh, Old Gertine's revolting habits have been garnering the village a bad reputation and driving away visitors. She says, I barely managed to break even despite the lovely summer sunshine. Now that the weather's taking a turn for the worse, it's even harder to make ends meet. How much was that? On Persuade? On your Persuade? She got a zero I, two. Yeah, I got Oh, you got a... Oh, okay, perfect. Um, Literally perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so she says, she says those revolting habits have been driving people away. Um, and she kind of pushes the pushes you forward and leans in secretly, conspiratorially. <laughs> you know, he was the village rat catcher, right? Well, let's just say he didn't believe in discreetly dealing with what he caught. She shudders. Disgusting. Utterly disgusting. And then she says, Oh, if there's anything that you want to do, I suggest you go see for yourself, but I'm not going up there. Oh. She means the positive. I was debating, not pretending Oh. Yeah. I'm starting to get the idea of why they really called us here. To dispose of thousands of dead rats. Thousands of dead rats? Uh, well, I didn't say that out loud. Oh, okay. It's just my character thinking, like, um, that's the real reason. Why. Who? You seem to think that she might know something about that. Oh. Um, what was that? Who, um... Initially, so I'm the one that found out about the house. Where did I hear about it from? The house? The, yeah. Didn't the city council? The city council hired you. Oh, hired me. Oh, hired and then you. I know. Yeah, my wife knows her. her. Yeah. So then she got. That's what it that, is. And then That's what it is. Yeah. Oh, I see. She says, "I'm not going to tell you too much more about Old Gertine. I'm not too sure that he's a strange old man, but." Um, if you wanted to learn a little bit more, I mean, you might find something in the Appleford Library or in the museum, or I suppose the Golden Ram in Appleford as well, the local pub, is a good place pub? to hunt out more information about the, the valley's history. All right. I used to actually know old and young George before they moved to Appleford at the beginning of the summer. Uh, they formerly had a pub, maybe you've seen it, it's called the Rat Catcher's Arms. Hmm. But it's been closed for refurbishment ever since they moved to Appleford from Muscovy. What are you going to do? Uh, drink my tea. Okay. <laughs> That's to be assumed that this conversation occurs as this kind While of... While you're drinking, <laughs> just let me drink it. I was, I was more just listening to her get all this great information with that. Amazing psychology. That was an amazing role. role. That was an amazing Fast role. talk or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. You're just like asking questions like, eh, what about this? What about, mm, oh yeah, tell me more about that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get some adventure scenes here. You guys are in the city. We'll get the city streets. Ah, smog. Smog. So what are you guys going to do? You have a couple different <laughs> leads. Well, well, honestly, the pub sounds good to me. Yeah, why don't we go there? It'd be nice to know his backstory so that when we're filming um, tell a more Paul's cleanup, we yeah. can share. 
in between. Sounds like a good idea. Rat tosses. What, uh, sorry, and what is it exactly We're going to go to Appleby. To the pub Apple Appleford. Apple oh, okay. Appleford. We're going to the Applebee's. <laughs> We're going to the Applebee's and Applebee's. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. So, we will pick up the next episode of the Natural 11 Podcast. Thanks for listening to Natural 11 Podcast. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Natural 11 Podcast. That is 11, the number, for updates and news regarding the show. Shoot us an email at natural11podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate us and leave us a review on iTunes. But most importantly, keep on gaming. (laughs) 